Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Beyond the Keys of Pat Lots Podcast. Chris Lots, as always. Today, we are with a new guest, uh, Kirsten Crow, Crow's Nest in the house. Thanks Hello. for tuning in. You're Thanks welcome. for coming. Absolutely. Um, we were just talking about, and let's touch on this really quick, okay. just on camera, and then we'll go back to your background a little bit. So she was talking about your first hire. Yes. And it's it's, it's subjective, because some people hire their first admin at $20 million, Some people hire their first admin at $5 million. Mm -hmm. I think the average that I've always heard is like 10 to $15 million is when you should really hire a full-time admin. Mm -hmm. Have you been thinking about that? I've thought about it. Okay. Um, I think my only setback on it is that I am such a, mm, like I'm the type of person that I really worry about other people also. So mm -hmm. like having to put food on their table, essentially, you know, make yeah. sure that I'm paying them enough. Like I have to stay busy enough to pay, you know, to keep food on their table. How also. many units did you do last year? 46. What do you charge for your administrative fee? It or, is, or it's three fifty. You charge three fifty. Yeah. People charge like a lot of money. I know. Uh, Mark Z is like twelve ninety five. Um, right. Mike Perna nine nine ninety nine. Uh, Todd Feedy. Um, oh, and and this is what I believe the average is at KW yeah. Living. Not to point out anybody out is five ninety five. Here at Real Estate One, we charge three ninety five, but we don't take a dollar of that. So Correct. you charge three fifty. Mm -hmm. They take a hundred, mm -hmm. you take two fifty mm -hmm. times two fifty, eleven five. Let's just change the numbers. No one's bitching about administrative right, fees. Right. And I'm not saying that um you're taking advantage of everybody, but this is a way for you to scale. Mm. So you don't have to concern about that. Let's just change your, your price to five ninety five. Everyone's doing it. Sure. So we're gonna call it four ninety five after KW mm -hmm. Living takes a hundred bucks. It's a good start to pay somebody. Yeah. Maybe you're an extra 10k out of pocket. I think the the the, the number the, the happy number for admins right now, at least for taxable good tax benefits mm -hmm. for you is 30k. Okay. I think that's kind of full time, and let's call it maybe 35. And you can always up your fee too. Sure thing. But twenty two thousand dollars is a lot of money to, towards an admin. Sure. Yeah. And then what? You make three hundred thousand dollars a year minus taxes. Maybe it's an extra 10k, but that's all tax benefits is. I my, have to think about that stuff my my thoughts is you should hire an admin pay them thirty thousand dollars out of your transaction fees a lot of that stuff's going to be covered mm -hmm. so then you can offload 90 percent of those things and then just go home and think what do i do every single day that's repeated that does not require a license that's wasting my time from touching my sphere and I think I, I keep telling Pat this, and this is not this is not what this podcast is supposed to be about. No, I but I also love talking about these things with you. Um, I Pat wants to do all this crap, and I go, Pat, listings, leads, content creation, mm -hmm. and Tom Ferry talks about this thing called a power hour. Are you familiar? Mm -mm. Uh, one hour a day. It's five five four. Yes. Five sphere calls. Yep. I'm sure KW has some other thing that they 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 preach. Yes. Um, five sphere. Five you don't know, and four follow-ups. Mm -hmm. You do that, your business goes to 60 units without doing anything, anything in zero spend. Yep. And you shoot the shit. Kate, I think KW said this, at least Jason Abrams said this. You talk about Ford, family, yep. occupation, recreations, dreams. Yep. And at the end of it, you go, great talking, 
We should do this more often. Mm-hmm. Do you know anybody that's looking to sell in 2023? Yes. Boom. If they say no, you don't know anybody. You don't know anybody that's mm-hmm. looking to sell in 2023. Mm-hmm. You're going to you're for doing nothing besides devoting an hour to your life that you might be doing something that's not benefiting your business. Correct. To then growing your business from 46 to 60 and being able to pay somebody. So then let's just go out off the 60, 60 times 495. You're paying for that girl. girl. Yeah. Um, That's what I would think about. Yeah. Um, We want to hire a virtual assistant, but we also have two admins. So we've, we've got that physical human and and Hannah's the director of operations for the most part, that's going to be kind of facilitating a lot of these administrative tasks that are delegated to a VA. So what would your VA do? Like social media? No, 100% administrative work. Okay. And Hannah's not, Hannah would do nothing. And I would get this VA full time. You can get a VA from the Philippines for a thousand bucks to twenty five, uh, twelve fifty for a month. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about uh, twelve thousand dollars a year plus or minus. Um, all of your work, you write no more contracts. They're they're nine to five EST. It's they're not sleeping when you're awake and vice versa. They mm-hmm. are working with you. EST nine to five. Hey, I need you to write this PA. Here's the details. And you can find a VA that has real estate experience. There's And there's a bunch of companies. I think the KW relationship one is Cyberbacker. Okay. So you can hire a Cyberbacker fee. It's going to be a little more expensive. It's going to be like the 1500 bucks mm-hmm. a month. Um, but still for 1500 bucks a month, uh, what over. does that come out to be? 15 times 12, 18 grand. Yeah. You're paying for your, your VA that already has real estate back uh, experience. Yes. And you have cash. Um, Minus that little, you have still have four, five yeah. k in the bank to put towards whatever the hell you want. Whatever. Um, that's what I would do. I love that. Yeah. I have been thinking about a VA. <laughs> I have. I have honestly been thinking about a VA because I just hired the transaction coordinator, so I have somebody that like does my transactions now. Yeah. Um, but I have been thinking about a VA. They and, are very. And have you done the math on that? No, so, I haven't. So, so your admin that you pay for, and I'm not saying a TC is not a great idea. Mm-hmm. So what is it? Four fifty a, four fifty on deal? average because it's a little bit times what do you say 46 twenty thousand dollars so you're paying a tc to do my admin just well 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 what i could pay an admin to do everything exactly exactly so i pay just a tc when i could have an admin to do essentially everything and back to your question what are they going to do anything that doesn't need a real estate license you're not going to write any more contracts you're not going to do any more listing paperwork they are going to be versed on every single thing that you have to do to get these listings in or buyer contracts in and then facilitating that work people are going to think that she's sitting right next to you or he's mm. sitting right next to you they're not um that's what i would do and well, then they're, and they're taking all tc stuff well now you have to train them so who's training them a cyberbacker you can cyberbacker. pay cyberbacker you yeah, can call okay. cyberbacker and, and really what it is is hey cyberbacker this is what i'm looking for and there's a lot of other cyberbacker companies out there mm-hmm. um you can also find vas on upwork yeah you can find vas on upwork or other websites without having a third party the, the problem with the third party is you got to pay that third party sure yeah so you know the third party takes 15 to 20 percent mm-hmm. or whatever it looks like so it's the be good more expensive. the good news of that is you don't have to train them, which is huge. But two, but two, like let's go back to that. Like, what if you do have to train them? Mm-hmm. You know what you're doing. I do. I totally. Couldn't you train someone? <laughs> to- totally, you could totally train. But then there's time, right? I have yeah. two kids and I, stuff like that. But like, also, if it's between nine and five, I guess I could do that too because my kids are in school, yeah. right? So people people brought up the time thing and the training thing, and you know what her response was? 
tough shit. Mm-hmm. If you have to hire any any physical admin, if you had you probably had to train your mom a little bit. Yeah, I I still yes. Boom. Yeah. So absolutely. you know, there's gonna be there's gonna be some, and that's that's the number one objection for people hiring VAs is ah mm-hmm. oh, shit, man. It's gonna be a lot of training. It's gonna be a lot of work. But once you get over that hump of training your life could be so, so much, much different. Easier. Go back to that little short. I truly believe this. You are one, let's just watch it together. You are one higher away from changing your business. 100%. And I literally watched that the other day and I was like, I feel like he's speaking right to me. Yes, I was. <laughs> I was speaking to you. Um, that, that's also probably re- relevant to, that's not it. That's about part-time agents. Working on your weaknesses is costing you millions. Well, you're not really doing that, but. Make more money, delegate the rest. Yeah, but can you even imagine what I could bring it to? So I sold 14 million last year. Like, could you even imagine? Like, could I sell 20 million yes. next year? Answer is yes. I mean, this you know why yeah. you couldn't sell 20 million this year? Because you were doing all I this work behind your desk. Yeah, because I couldn't. I couldn't even fathom. And and get and get this, we haven't made phone calls like that in six, seven, eight years. Mm-hmm. So where could we be by making those actual phone calls? And and that's the whole point of like my transition back to the group was to free up my mother's time because she wasn't just worrying about listings, leads, and content creation and touching sphere. She was doing everything mm-hmm. you were doing times X or whatever. Yeah. And and then I'm, I hate to like say my mother's not capable of technology, but you know what takes you maybe 25 minutes takes her an hour when it comes to a technology standpoint thing. And then I'm sure if you sat over her shoulder and watched certain things that she do, she does, you're like, there's a 10 times easier way to do that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's been our life over the past two years. Mm-hmm. But us moving home has completely changed her life mm-hmm. to being more efficient to focus on listings, leads, content creation, and focusing on your sphere. Mm-hmm. And that's a, probably a great transition. 90, if not 100% of your business is referral-based? 100%. It's okay. all sphere and referral-based. I don't so where, for leads. So where could you be if you know your sphere was actually touched to a different standard? I'm, I'm sure. Does it give you goosebumps? Yeah, it does. Because <laughs> I could probably, yeah, it would be crazy because I just don't have the time to touch my sphere, which yeah. is terrible. And, and, and so, boom, we can have a conversation about the, the education and the training and the work, but you're already putting a lot of work in. Mm-hmm. You're, put, you're putting 100% of the work into your business, mm-hmm. but you're putting 100% of the work into your business from an, an administrative standpoint. Mm-hmm. You could change your life by hiring one person. They'll yeah. get the rest. I know. So back to, and just, and we can, you can always ask me about this later, but um, when it comes to a hiring standpoint, my perspective, <clears throat> if it's not making you money, mm-hmm. If it's not directly correlated to making you money, and I'm talking about having conversations, writing purchase agreements, and that flirts with that. I have never written a PA. Did I tell you that? No. Three years, I've never written one PA. I couldn't do it. If you made me do it in this room right now, gun to my head, I could not do it. What? I don't know how to start. I would not know how to, how to even physically pull up a PA. I, I don't know. It's beyond me. I literally can whip one up in like five minutes. Good. For, I mean, and that's, and that's ast- Which, astonishing. Well, Sure, but I still have to do it, right? It mm-hmm. Still, I still have to sit down, pull it up, take care of it. But so let's your PA? let's I mean. let's walk through my wife. Let's walk through your your days though, and and let's just mm-hmm. you know use our imagination. So you're you're out showing seven houses on a Saturday. Maybe it's with three different couples. So all these couples loved one of those homes, and they all want to write. So you got to go home and you got to write three offers. Mm-hmm. My offers are already written before we get to the next house. Because you've called her. Because I've called Hannah, and what I what I do is I don't know if I can I can pull it up really fast, but normally what I do is 
I'll shoot her a text and I'll say, I'll say the house. So main street Mm -hmm. and I'll say 400 K, um, 4k EMD. If there's a appraisal guarantee, I just call it gap nowadays. I'll do 10 K gap and then I'll do, you know, 10% down. And that is written up. And then I'll say, she knows who it's for for the most part. Yeah, absolutely. That's written up within five minutes. But that's written up in five minutes before I even get to the next house. So when I'm at the next house showing them, hey, let's talk about it really quick. Yeah. This is what it looks like. This is what we're doing. Your VA could kick out those things if it's truly a nine to five. The the problem with the V, and this is going to be an evolutionary conversation if you go down this path. Mm -hmm. The, the, The thing with the VAs is you really need to make sure that you have tasks to fill up their 40 hours. Let's say you're not busy one week. You're not really showing any houses and there's nothing going on. You don't want them sitting there not, and getting paid for doing nothing. Mm-hmm. So, so cool. What are we gonna What are we gonna make them do to fill up their time? I mean, I have loads. Like, I don't send awesome. out birthday cards. I don't send like literally. I'm the worst at the whole follow up and the touches with the clients after because I just don't have the time because it's like okay that person found a house on to the next one right yeah. because I feel like it's always it's it's continuous which uh-huh. is a great thing right but then. What about those poor people that just bought a house? Like, I still love you. Like, I still love you, you know? And and freeing up your time is going to give you the chance to say you still love them. Yes. And and I do it with my wife, but you would do it with a VA for the most part. And it's it's uh, it's it's setting up a schedule so mm-hmm. they know what they need to be doing for the, the birthday cards, if that's the example we're going to go with. Um, or just a simple text. Mm-hmm. Hey, so-and-so in our database just had a birthday. And what CRM do you use? Um, Command. Command, yeah, command probably has it, but I didn't realize this. Like a follow-up boss, there is a, um, there is an option that it's like a, um, it's like a, a third party or whatever. I don't mm-hmm. know what it is, but you can type in what you want, and it's a company that will handwrite it and mail it for you. So if your VA, it, I, there, I can almost guarantee you, command has this. I'm sure. If not, there's a company that will it do mm-hmm. for do it for you. So this VA isn't necessarily handwriting things and mailing it from the Philippines. On your CRM, she's able to, Bob Smith, happy birthday, make it a great 2023. Absolutely. And it's handwritten and sent from a U.S. based place. Does it does it maybe kind of look like it? What didn't come from you specifically? Maybe, but I also don't think people give a shit about that. I don't think so either. I think it's a thought, right? Todd still... and a bunch of other people are also like handwriting cards, three cards before they leave every single day. So maybe that's just something with all this time you're gonna have by hiring a VA. Maybe that's just one thing you incorporate back into your business is actually handwriting things. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? We'll see what that looks like. But when I have that free time, yeah, to do it. And and to you know, if there's one thing that I would tell you to do. I, I I think that maybe even a year ago I might have said this. Probably just hire someone mm-hmm. so you can have more life back too. Yeah. And KW's talking about that shit all day long. Get more life. Dang. Get more life. Hire a team. Build a team. Get more life. Get more life. Always. So what is it about not doing that? Why do you choose not to? And don't get me wrong. We already talked off camera. I love your business and I, I want to be your business. But what is it that doesn't make you want to grow the team with, you know, five, six agents? Um... I don't want to babysit. I don't want, I guess if they were like, um, I don't even want to say if they were experienced agents. I'm happy to teach somebody and help somebody. Like somebody could call me up tomorrow, today and just say, hey, can you sit down with me for an hour? Absolutely. No questions asked. I'm not going to charge you to sit down with you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I also don't want to sit here and just make a bunch of money off of people. That's not, I, I make plenty on my own. I'm not, I'm not in the business to make money off of people, but I would love to educate people and help them be a better realtor so that we have 
all great realtors in this business because there are some that are still taking photos without with their phones and and just you know terrible yeah um but neither here nor there like i just love to be able to do that but from a whole big team aspect it that just stresses me out that just means that i have to provide more leads and stuff like that which i don't pay for leads right now they people come to me don't you know what i mean yeah i just there's no reason for it and i don't think if i have this big team that means that i have to spend more money so that I can make more money to make sure that these people are also, like I just said, why why have I been so hesitant on hiring an assistant? Because I have to make enough money to pay them too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and as well as my family. So I think that's just my biggest thing. I just don't want to babysit. And but again, I, I mean, I don't mind if somebody wants to join my team. By all means, like I'll absolutely help. I'm not in it to make a bunch of money off of them. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a terrible no no. So mindset. Tom, Tom Ferry. Uh, I was at Tom Ferry last weekend, as I told you, and one of the speakers said, "There's two teams that are that should that should only exist in 2023 and beyond. Mm-hmm. It's a mega team or solo agent. Mm-hmm. These these f- five to nine agent teams, and then what's the definition of a mega agent? Is probably the bigger question. Mm-hmm. And I think someone said 20 plus. 20 plus would be agents? considered a yeah 20 plus agents, and that's not to include uh, administrative roles. So maybe let's call it 30." 30 individuals for full-time staff, 20 agents, 10 admins. Um, that's where he believes people are thriving in this economy. And then, so what's that team owner doing? Are they still doing real estate? Training? Because I no. actively love to do real estate. Like mm-hmm. I truly enjoy going on listing appointments and like having a listing. I, I enjoy doing that part. So I can't imagine also having 20 agents and then not doing what I love to do every day. Although I do love educating people in it too. I just I couldn't imagine not doing what I love every day too. They're probably not doing real estate. Yeah. So so and they've made the cognitive decision to recruit and train mm-hmm. and build the business. And maybe one day, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe one day you think that I would maybe want to go there, but I don't know. That's only- that's why I think like you know I don't want to sell real estate in ten years. I really don't. Yeah, maybe I don't either. But no, like no, no. right now, it's fun, yeah. right? And I enjoy it right now. But that's why I constantly am always thinking about you. Yeah. Because there's not too many other young people in this community that I would probably align myself with outside of you and Todd. Mm-hmm. And I see it as yin and yang. Mm-hmm. I see it as the face and Todd the face. And then me just being able to build a business, because that's exactly what I'm doing for Pat or trying Mm -hmm. to do for Pat, Mm -hmm. is really incorporate more of the business dynamics of the things. So yeah, is Mike Perna selling real estate, going on listing appointments? No, he's building a business that's sustainable for him. And maybe for years and years to come, if he's able to sell that thing, I have no idea. the th- let's go back though. So mega agents, that's off the table. That's off the table for me though, too, at this point in time. If I continue to sell real estate, I want to be also a solo agent model, yeah. but it's not just one agent. And they kind of mapped out what that solo agents uh, uh, team looks like. Mm-hmm. So it's solo agent, one to two admins, Ad- mm-hmm. showing assistant, and then maybe like a VA that specializes in social media or marketing. So it's five people on a team for being support staff. And so how much is 30, that 40, 50? Is that million. your question? Yeah. 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 Okay. So at 14 million, obviously well, not Tom Ferry. And I don't, I don't know about KW, but Tom Ferry always talks about units. So mm-hmm. they're probably that, that solo agent is shooting for a hundred listings a year. Okay. 
a hundred listings a year. Whether they do a few things on the buy side, you know, who the hell knows? And maybe it's an aggregate, maybe it's 60 of listings and 40 buys, but they're trying to do a hundred units a year. That's a great. And I think that's possible hiring mm -hmm. an admin or two for sure to be able to, to make yourself more sustainable, to get to the, from the 46 mm -hmm. to the 60, the 60 to the 80, the 80, the hundred, mm -hmm. you're not going to get a hundred next 2023 or 2024. No. You're going to be at a hundred in 2026, mm -hmm. but it's building to be at that point in time. Uh, every year has built yeah. like every year, you know, there's, you can see it every year, you know, even from last year, I jumped crazy from last year but like the two years before you know you could see it every oh, yeah. year it goes up and up and up and you you hit the like uh the uh the um um that point of exponential growth yeah and you probably have hit that for where you're at now and tom ferry believes it comes in cycles mm -hmm. so you're gonna have you know oh shit this business sucks oh shit this mm -hmm. oh my gosh we're doing great oh this business sucks oh my gosh we're at 20 million now yeah so it's it's definitely this you're riding this wave of 90 day cycles mm -hmm. and there's ups and downs of real estate there are right yep so that's and that's where the hardest part is when you're on that point of plateau not deciding to to get into the valley of discomfort mm -hmm. hiring an admin or building a support staff you're not going to see that growth you're going to more see that plateau or that that little slight growth mm -hmm. and or and or if you don't go through that suck you will never see that gradual growth mm -hmm. eventually at one point in time you will plateau to business and that's not a bad thing though no i think i said to you a year ago i said shit if i'm you i'm selling 15 million dollars not spending a dime on anything and just being lean and mean mm -hmm. so there's no there's no shame in that I actually would prefer to be in that situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I mean, right now, I mean, you think about making more. I'm like, I, I made, I was just fine last year. <laughs> we made a just great, yeah. we made a great living. <laughs> yeah, I made a great yeah. living last year. And I just like, more money means more taxes just, also. <laughs> well, <laughs> more what do we, we talk about? <laughs> oh, I need to invest. I yeah. need to invest, 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 invest. Um, what am I doing? I am doing that right there. Hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. I was at uh, yeah. that's and that that is less, but that's right. Taxes? Oh wait, that's what you're paying in taxes? No, no, no. That's that was that was like fourteen million. That was uh, oh. that was that was three percent of fourteen. Million. Oh yeah, okay. So less. roughly, yeah. And then taxes, and then taxes, and then maybe a few deals. Maybe you had to cut your commission a little bit, but still, yes. if you're if you're over, you know, even that that's, before yeah, taxes, right. mm -hmm. then whatever. But then this is probably the kicker. Mm -hmm. That's with taxes. Mm -hmm. And you're gonna pay that that what is that a hundred thousand dollars in taxes? Mm -hmm. You're gonna pay what I, how I think about it. And this you already know this, but probably more or less the content. Um, you're gonna write that bill to the government every single. You're gonna write a check to someone every single year for taxes. Mm -hmm. I'd rather that be a check to you, mm -hmm. and lower that taxable income as much as possible. Because if you put two hundred thousand dollars in real estate, one you could have a million dollar piece of real estate, and I'll be mm -hmm. worth. A million dollars, one point five, two million dollars in the next few years. You're cash flowing. Do you know why I like real estate? Why? So they say it's the ideal investment, and bear with me. So ideal, I income, the cash flow is never a bad thing. Like you need mm -hmm. to cash flow. It's yeah, you, absolutely. It, even if it's a few bucks a unit, they say it should be two to five hundred dollars a unit. Yes. Um, and right now things are tight, so sometimes things are closer to the two, but you're building for the future. D, this is my favorite one. This is by far the reason I invest in real estate. Exactly what I was talking about. Depreciation, mm -hmm. tax benefits, E, equity. You know, you can go from a net worth of a million dollars to $3 million for a, a great amount of equity, the buy down, and then A, the appreciation, mm -hmm. and then L, leverage. So when you want to buy more real estate, 
if you've had that good equity buy down and the good appreciation, you can leverage what you have in equity to buy more real estate. And that's what these billionaires are doing. Mm-hmm. So you know that's on your list. I do. So let's put it on the record. And we walked away from the Tom Ferry event talking about you know some some goals for 2023 or minor expectations. And Tom Ferry goes, buy two units this year. Buy two doors. That's all you need, two doors. Two doors will change your life. Mm-hmm. But start today. And it's not about buying 20 doors in 2023. It's about buying two doors consistently for the next 20 years. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be at 40 units and you'll be in a great situation. Mm-hmm. We have eight doors. I want to double our doors in one deal. So I want to buy a small apartment complex, eight. Well, really the, the criteria is eight to 32. At a minimum, we'll, <laughs> we'll at least be able to double. And if we buy a 32 unit, even better. Even better. Would you go in on that with somebody or you yeah, do yourself? for sure. I have no problem uh, doing like partner deals. I mean, think of it this way though too. So, you know, let's just call it a million dollar property. property. And I'd rather have any piece of the pie versus no piece mm-hmm. of the pie. So million dollar property times... 25% down payment divided by three, that's a lot more manageable. Mm-hmm. You know, me, you you probably don't have the 250, maybe you do, um, but me and you combined have the 83 mm-hmm. time with one other partner, mm-hmm. we're buying a million dollars of real estate. Easily, yeah. So yeah, partners, that's my goal. What do you want to put on camera right now? How many doors are you going to buy in 2023? Are you going to buy any? Do you have any plans to buy any? I'm building a house right now yeah. in 2023. Um, but yes, my goal is to buy... Putting it on camera, I want to buy at least one door in 2023. Buy two. But I'd two's love to buy easy. two. Yeah, two yeah, is yeah. easy. Because I would love to buy a duplex is truly what I would like to do. I know you have mixed... Do you have mixed feelings on duplexes? On no, like, I got duplexes. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah okay. I got duplexes. I thought you like... I got I got mixed feelings on... Slab. A single door. Yeah, a single door. Okay. Yeah. It's, I, I think I think people are, are lying to people. I think buying a single family home, um, when I when I hear people have single family homes for rentals, it just doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Because go go in Brighton and buy a $300,000 house and rent it out for $3,000 a month. Yeah, It's impossible. Mm-mm. So you got to go where, I and I look for the 1% rule. So anything I buy it for, if I buy it for $100,000, I want to rent it for $1,000 at a minimum. Mm-hmm. And that's for a cash flow standard. I'm going to be cash flowing. Mm-hmm. Um, all of my duplexes were bought somewhere between 150 and 180 And I can rent them out for probably a thousand bucks a side so two thousand dollars a property and then my most expensive one is twenty six hundred a property which is thirteen hundred bucks a door Mm -hmm. so i love my duplexes but my motto moving forward is fewer bigger deals Mm -hmm. and i think single family homes you know you you lose if you if you cash let's just do like basic math and let's do it as a good expectation um let's say you cash flow four hundred dollars a month four dollars a month $4,800. $4,800. That's not the reason you're you're um, investing Mm-mm. in real estate, but a furnace goes out. Yeah. That's... You know, that, that goes to to that pretty mm-hmm. damn quick. Real quick. Let's say, you know, something major, a roof, a, a $10,000, $15,000 mm-hmm. roof. You're not going to cash flow for three to four years. No. Versus, and it's, it's, it is going to be more expensive, but it's still marginal at the end of the day. If you've got an eight unit apartment complex... Your roof's not going to be $15,000. It's going to be $30,000. But you cash flow so much more. So much more. So you're able to catch back up so much faster. I said I would love to buy an apartment comp, like just an apartment building, something like that. I would I would love to. Let's do it. Yeah. But yeah. then like now you have to have, you a have company cash? managing. No, we yeah. got this. I, 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 I can. So I can. I We can manage it. Um, I have zero concerns. If it's local, we and we self-manage all of our eight doors. So if we buy, if anyone buys uh, locally an 8 to 16 unit, I personally, me and Hannah could manage that in our sleep. 
what do we need? We need the deal. Mm -hmm. The deal is the most important mm -hmm. part of the, the whole thing. I've got the money. We've got the money. I've got the resources for money. I'm not afraid of partnerships. The thing with uh, the money is at what cost. Mm -hmm. um, so partnerships kind of avoids that. So it's um, pick your poison type mentality. Sure. But I also think that partnerships are so much scale scalable mm -hmm. than an individual self-funding consistently. So management, zero concerns with that. What's your next concern? I'll mitigate it right now. I guess I don't really have another one. Boom. So if it's not a money, it's if it's not a money thing, and then deals not a concern. You know, there are deals on the MLS. There's that one 18 unit over here. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah. Everyone at KW Living's been sharing it. Yeah. Um, doesn't cash flow though. There's no way at that evaluation. Not at that. Not at that price. There, there. Most of them are one bedroom, one baths, and it's per door. I probably buy per door. Because that's how you have 80. to break it down, right? Say you'd, again? You'd, you'd have to break it down per door, yep. right? And well, so what are you going to cash $800 a month? Is that what rent is there? Yeah, I thought it said, and I haven't seen rent rolls or P&Ls. Yes. The good thing about unit, the, the good thing about apartment complex is anything over a, a four unit. So a four unit down is the threshold. So I guess five and up mm -hmm. is four and down is considered residential. So people can really put whatever kind of price tag they want on anything. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to anything that's six plus, it's all about rent rolls and PLs. It's worth what it makes you. And I guarantee you those rent rolls are not good. Mm. I guarantee you it's 800 bucks a month. So let's just do that. For sure. I guarantee you. 800 bucks a month, 18 doors, $1.4 million. And they're asking two, well, they just reduced it from 2.3 to $2 million. $2 million. Yeah. And it's a assumable mortgage. The big question I, I have not asked just yet is how much is the mortgage that's assumable? So the assumable mortgage might only be $1.2 million. Then so you if have it's, to come up the other 800000 ex Exactly. So then who's who? Uh, um, how are we coming up with that extra $800,000? Mm -hmm. But that's, a, that's paying a very pretty penny for something that's worth $1.5. Yeah. I'm not concerned about giving them $1.8 for the potential of what rent, rent might be one day. But I also think that they're maxed out on where the rents are. I think they're at, what I'm saying is, I believe they are at fair market value when it comes to market rents. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For a one bed, one bath in Brighton, probably for 800 sure. bucks. For sure. Yeah. Um, that's my biggest concern is overpaying for something that, and then two, do you know what destroys deals more than cash flow and market potential? What destroys a deal for an investor like that? That everyone overlooks taxes, mm, taxes, taxes, because now you're going to be reassessed yes, at that are. $2 million. And then, you know, your, your tax bill is going to double. At and least probably because God knows what they bought that for. They probably own that for quite some time. Yeah. And then you're going to negative cash flow mm -hmm. and you are going to have to sell that at pennies on the dollar. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be a good deal for the next person that buys that. Yeah. And uh, I'll give you an example. There was an eight unit. Someone from Kid Be Living sold it. Uh, there was an eight unit here in Lyon Township. I'm pointing the wrong way. Lyon Township. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A gorgeous building. And I thought rents had the potentials for, you know, 1300 1400 bucks a month for these two bed, one baths. And they still do. Someone bought it for a million bucks and it was listed at like 850 or 899 Taxes. That's going to be, I, I want to see what happens with taxes mm -hmm. because that numbers were already tight at the evaluation of list price taxes are going to throw people through a loop. So you might be in the best position possible. Mm. You got cash. You're not tied up in investments. Just wait. 
mm-hmm. these people that bought these investments over the past two years because of all this buzz and all this hot, they're going to have to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to be able to afford to keep them on the market for X amount of dollars. They're going to have to bring it down to what fair market value mm-hmm. is. And then what does Kirsten Crow do? Snag them all up. Give them to me. <laughs> so two doors this year. I would love to see you do that. I would love to buy two doors this year for sure. So, so how are you going to find those? I'm going to advertise that I want two doors, probably, honestly, because I don't necessarily want to buy them on market. How are you going to advertise for them? I'm just going to ask. Cool. I'm going to ask around. For you, for you, I think a lot of these conversations go down to the reps, mm-hmm. like just putting in the right reps. Mm-hmm. And, and me too. Like I'm, I'm a, I'm a better coach than I am player. Like mm-hmm. I, I need to, um, take some of that advice as well as I haven't put in the reps for off market deals. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is the opportunity. What I think for me and you though is, is like, a relationship with a wholesaler. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with wholesaling? No, I've never. Do you know what that is? It. Somebody who has the hard cash, right? Or no. So, well, oh no, like for like a wholesaler, like somebody who has the deal, proper, the deal, yep. and we're just gonna pay. So this wholesaler makes two thousand calls a month, mm-hmm. and they're saying, "Hey, you know, Bob, we see that you own it outright. You live out of state. Are you looking to sell?" Yeah, I am. They get the deal under contract for $200,000 and they want to assign their contract to somebody else, an actual investor, because those wholesalers are not in the business of really the majority of wholesalers are not in the business of purchasing these. Mm -hmm. They want to get them under contract and then assign them to somebody else for two ten. So they're making $10,000, the difference Mm -hmm. of the two to the two ten. So me and you need to build a relationship with a wholesaler Mm -hmm. that's going to be sitting in the, hey, wholesaler, this is what we want. We want a duplex. We want, you know, it to have deferred maintenance. We want it to be turnkey. Uh, We want it in these certain areas. We want it at this certain price point. We want this person to be owning it. And you can break those things down. So, and I actually have it, I have it written down what I want to buy. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Do you have, do you, how do you find a wholesaler? There's a, there's a ton of them out there. So. You type into a wholesale group. You go on. You go onto Facebook. Super easy, actually. You go into Facebook and you go Michigan wholesaler, and then there's going to be 20 groups, hmm. and you find the one that probably has like the most people. Sure. And that's a great resource for people putting in deals. Mm-hmm. But you're going to see the people that are putting in those deals, and then you just create a relationship with, uh, you know, some person. Sure. The kicker is, is that person does not need to live in Michigan. Mm-hmm. A lot of wholesalers are all nationwide. Yeah. So this is my criteria: eight to 36 units. State by rank, desirability, Michigan, Indiana, Wisconsin, Iowa, Kentucky, Tennessee, Georgia, Missouri, Arkansas. Obviously, if we're out of state, we can't Mm self-manage. Well, you might be able to maybe just build relationships with contractors. That's the big, that's the hardest part is having certain contractors that you trust to go over and assess certain Mm -hmm. things. So I can easily do that. And then we could easily self-manage for the most part. Um, The hardest part is, is showing the properties. Mm -hmm. But I think you just create a relationship with a real estate agent and you pay them or you just pay them half the rent or whatever max radius an hour outside of major cities and i'll give you an example like i don't necessarily want to invest in ann arbor Mm -hmm. but i'll invest in an hour radius of ann arbor Mm -hmm. that's why i like adrian Mm -hmm. um i don't like detroit but i'll invest an hour radius of detroit um um, Atlanta, I was going to mm. bring up another one. Like Indianapolis is also not a great example, but an hour radius of Indianapolis, there's a lot of overlooked eight to 36 units in podunk middle of nowhere Absolutely. that people are not taking advantage of. Um, and the my, cost to buy somewhere uh, like that is much cheaper, cheaper than it is here. And friendlier laws in certain yes. states. Mom and pop owner, own outrider, ability for seller financing, all majority brick, preferred out of state owners. 
going to put that word in there because that's pretty uh, important. Mm-hmm. And then 25% or if it's not owned outright, 25% LTV or lower. Okay. So they own a lot of it. Yep. If it's a million dollar property, they only, only owe 250 on mm-hmm. it. Something like that. So you could do a uh, sub two. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with sub two? Mm-mm. This has turned into like an investor podcast. I Maybe know. we got to talk, stop these and then start over on you. Um, uh, sub two, uh, it's the assignable mortgage. You can oh, take yeah, over okay. that person's mortgage yep. and then you have to gonna come to cash for the, uh, uh, for for the, the difference. Thanks for watching. Make sure to use those like, comment, and share buttons below. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Pat Lots Real Estate for more helpful home buying and selling tips. Want a free comparable market analysis? Scan that QR code on your screen or visit our website at www.patlots.com and fill out the request form. There's lots to love in Livingston County.